if you've only been dating a girl for a little while and then you marry her and then eight months later she has a baby and says it's premature, <laughs> there's a good chance that you're not the father of that baby. <laughs> that baby looks exactly like your Those best friend. Smart words. And especially if it's like a fully grown baby and not premature at all. <laughs> and it looks nothing like you. It's helpful to know how many weeks in an actual pregnancy. <laughs> but, th- but back then, like, guys, you could have been like, yeah, it was nine months ago. And, like, they don't know. They, they definitely don't know. I don't think Fernand gave a flying fuck about that baby he was just like good we have an heir great bye i'm gonna go fuck some other people lucy was a preemie you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding you i I was funny (laughs) (laughs) gracie high five welcome to train wreck theater on the podcast, we are watching the 2002 version of The Count of Monte Cristo. Joining us tonight are Tanner, Gracie, Paul, Peter, Jeannie, Juno, Aaron, and myself, I'm more. And now we go straight on over to Gracie to do the synopsis. I'm going to read it again. But that being said, this is about the movie, The Count of Monte Cristo. And it is about this fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew it before. I love this movie. I love this movie. I always have. I never realized what a goddamn moron Edmund is. Anyways, we'll talk about that more later. So it's about Edmund the idiot. Wait. This is Dantes. Dantes. Oh, he's sweet as a baby angel, though. He's so sweet. Anyways, it's about this guy, and he fucking has like he's like the sweet little angel, and he has like a sweet little perfect life with this beautiful girl and this asshole friend who secretly envies him, and they go to Elba, where because they were trying to help their captain, and they ran into Napoleon Bonaparte. And um, fucking dumbass, fucking dumbass Edmund. And Napoleon's like, hey, will you take this letter? And Edmund's like, yes, no. I will. Totally. And then he does. And fucking his friend, Fernand, is super jealous and is like, why didn't you tell me boo-hoo? Which I found to be very whiny of him. Like, he's like, I thought we were friends. Whatever. So then he frames him. He frames him for this whole, or he no, he rats him out to the magistrate the magistrate and gets Edmund sent to Chateau d'If forever and that's this terrible horrible prison it's just like the worst could you imagine like oh my god I felt so bad for him and he's like super miserable and sad obviously and then he escapes 
and then he plots his revenge, and then he gets amazing revenge on everybody, which I fully support. He and, actually bought um, that island that was Monte Cristo, and so he, and then he bought the title of count yes, as well. But yes, too. essentially forges his way into nobility. Yeah, he found all this treasure, and then eventually he kills off all the people who wronged him, and he gets back together. With and, Mercedes, God. And, <laughs> and God, and like, God, I'll kill everyone. Yeah. I like you again. Amen. And Amen. He, and he has a secret son. Yeah. And he's a fucking idiot for the whole first All half of, of the movie. He is just so like and then I mean okay, I just want to say I just want to say one thing about his idiocy and then I'll open the floor for everybody else. Like when he is <laughs> when he's about to get arrested and the guy's just like, oh, I'll give you a ride in my carriage. And Edmund's like, okay, hop in like, I'll just get right <laughs> in. Just hop in there. <laughs> There's a lot of bars. That's what Peter, that's what we were saying. We were, we were like, he's like, like, this is a very comfortable carriage, guy. <laughs> With the bars. He's so dumb. And even then, and then okay, I'll, I'll save that for later. I'll open up. I'll Okay, Aaron's dying to get something out. I just, you say that Edmund's an idiot, <laughs> but what I call the main character of Stardust simple because he's an idiot. Like, there's way, the god of Stardust is way dumber. No way! That's crazy! That's I want to crazy. I want to go to bat for Edmond because I don't think he's stupid. I just think he's uneducated and he's just very naive. Yeah. Very sweet. And I think he's supposed to be really young. I think when we were watching this, I go, Aaron, how old do you think he's supposed to be in the beginning? He cannot be more than 20 years old. I could see what your they're point. Saying, right? He's just, he's very naive and he's sweet, right? He's very sweet, but yeah, he can't read. He has a love and he, and he wants a job. That's it. That's all and he has had, to motivate. Like, an awful best friend for all his life. And he hasn't figured that out for all the years that they were well, together. He's like, just kind of a drunk, like, Loser, but at the same right? time, Edmund's so naive that he is time. kind of dumb. Like Tanner, tell him your comparison. Well, just when he, yeah. when he shows up to the prison and Napoleon, you know, who at this point in French history is like high treason, banished to fucking you know Elba. So it, you, no one's allowed to talk to him or interact with him, and then he just says. Here, here's this letter. It's totally innocent. Yeah, and he says, yeah, oh, like, he, take it to my friend. I swear that it's nothing. He just takes it, and he just keeps it in his pocket the whole time. And then he's like, I didn't read it. And then, um, why would you do that? It would be he's like, honest. Okay, he's, but he's like, it would be the, it would be like, right? it would be like if I was a Navy SEAL, or, or no, Napoleon says, well, if you're, you have to do this in order for me to give you my doctor or whatever to use. But it would be like if I was in Afghanistan as a soldier and I'm like, my captain gets shot and the only people around were the Taliban that could help me. And then the Taliban says, no, he's held a soldier. Don't, don't interrupt me. Like don't a merchant vessel. No, he's in the French Navy, he says. No, right? but he says, he he's says in the French Navy. no, but why didn't he just throw the letter when he gets back on the boat? He's like, here's the letter. Boop. I just threw it over the side. Or no, read it. He's an honest you know, man. He could have read it. He can't read. He, he could have heard man read it. He didn't trust him. Napoleon it's a made little shaky. Swear that he wouldn't show it to anyone except He's, for what's his butt. You know, Claudion. 
Well, how did it, how did honesty work out for him? Not very well, right? Uh, yes. I have a couple questions. Nothing worked out for him for a long time. I have a couple questions. Um, do you all agree that Napoleon in this movie looks like he could be the penguin from Batman Returns, like the yes. looking cousin? Yes, 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 yes. His, Thank you. Agreed. I feel vindicated. Not even just validated. Excuse me. Oh, and then and then when they show up on the beach and Edmond's like, "Let me get their attention by shooting my gun. gun in the air," and then he's like, "Oh my god, they're shooting at me." What I can't believe it. Napoleon also kind of reminded me of uh what's what's the guy from uh <laughs> no from Popeye who's like I'd gladly pay Wimbley? you tomorrow for Limpy? Wimpy. 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 Well, so he comes back to Marseille. And he becomes captain of the ship, and that's when the OG captain's pissed at him. And OG second mate. OG he first becomes mate. first mate, and his his teeth are like really what's up. Yellow. Up. Yes. Like these yes. are these are great. Um, and then <laughs> he like runs, and he tells his girlfriend, and Fernand oh, is like you drunk and pissed, kind of. Fernand is just a jealous asshole the whole time, and his hair is so he bad. fucks. Mercedes on the rocks. Ouch. Ow. Ow. That Ow, looks right? so yeah. terrible. Ow. I could oh, not get over it. <laughs> I could not get over it. I was like, that looks horrific. And they were yeah, that's and then, scratches on his back. And then they were leaning against it afterwards. And I was like, that is sounds fucking terrible. It's Wait. so rude. Not everybody had like giant beds back in the day. You know? I know, but you don't have to have a whole shop. Something besides the rock. They didn't have a '69 Chevy to go screw in, Grace. No. They had to go to a fucking the rocks. They could have found a grassy field. It, it, yes, they could have found a grassy field because the, and those rocks were especially rocky. They were very yes. pokey. Looking. They were very pokey. He's looking. the captain of a ship now. He has quarters. I also. Want to point out that before he fucks Mercedes on the rocks, he's definitely wearing khakis. Like his pants are khakis. <laughs> I didn't yes. notice that. Which, like they're irresistible, you know. Yeah, but we, we you you skipped over the uh, the the guy that he's supposed to deliver the letter to shows up. Oh, and and, and he has like clearly Claritin. this giant. In case you weren't paying attention to the movie, he's carrying a giant. Napoleon scepter. Oh, yeah. He's walking <laughs> around with a Trump flag on his. He's basically a MAGA. That's or a exactly MAGA? what I said. That's like a, a people na- that are still wearing Trump twenty twenty. He's hat a NASA right now. That's how we broke down the movie too. Yeah, make France great again or something. Like again. he's he is a Napoleon stand, Mister Monsieur Clarion. He's the one that's supposed to find Edmond. Monsieur Clarion. But then, so um, that's that's when everything, like, everything takes a turn for Edmond. He gets arrested. He gets brought into the magistrate, who is Forney from Where the Heart Is. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. And he's just so, so happens to be the son of the, the guy. Uh, right. And he's about to get away with uh, carrying out this, like, domestic terrorism act and sedition until he, he gives away the name Clarion, who is Forney's dad. And that's when he gets booted into the. He, he, they, that part made me mad. Where Edmond, they're in the they're in the office of the magistrate, and he like gives them all this evidence of this like high crime, and the guy just like walks over, starts burning it, and Edmond's just I, I like, bet. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's so normal. dumb. Thumbs you up. just burn that, huh? That's how we handle evidence now. We just burn it. Yeah. Okay. He's a pedophile. And then and then he says, Oh, you want yeah, but he has comment. He's he's not dumb. He, he has fucking, no common sense. He, na- he totally no, he, is naive. He navigates a fucking boat across all the ocean. That shit's I not I think that easy. happened by luck. He was very lucky. <laughs> well, and he was made um he's captain trustworthy. Too. Like, he didn't He's do a that trustworthy idiot. Being an idiot, but he did. I told Gracie this, and maybe I'm jumping out of he. The him going to prison was the best thing that could happen to his career because he would have been a terrible a captain. No, he would have been a terrible captain. Those guys would have run roughshod over him. They would have been like, "I need five days off. My horse needs to go to the dentist." And he'd be like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> I don't know why, but I just assumed you were gonna say, "I need to go to a horse wedding." So. <laughs> <laughs> My horse is getting married. <laughs> My horse is having like, a oh, horse. You can't miss a horse wedding. <laughs> yeah. Going to a horse christening. <laughs> I need five days off. <laughs> My horse is getting baptized. Oh Nothing. my god! Of course, we have to go to that. Okay, so he gets transported to this horrible prison where he's literally left alone. He's for only beaten once a year. I mean, he's get left over alone it. for three hundred sixty-four days a year. Yes, and he's beaten on his anniversary once. I also want to point out semi-adjacent. Last week we did Robin Hood, twenty eighteen. The guy who beats him is the sheriff of Nottingham's right hand man. True. Cousin. Love him. Yeah, cousin. Bad guy from The Crow. Oh, is he? Oh. He's also yeah. an alien yeah. resurrection. He has such a great voice. He's such a great actor. He's so good at playing that like evil. Oh, but, he's a good villain. Yeah, he's great. But so lazy. He, he only them. beats him once a year. Are we talking about okay the guy the warden? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. warden and the pirate flowy shirt. You know, plus he might he might have three hundred prisoners, so that's got a beating every day. It's you know, true. it's just a different prisoner. I don't He's think lucky. he does. I don't think Aaron, Aaron brought up like that. That prison is like it's on an island. So being a member of the staff is also like being a prisoner. There. <laughs> like it's not much better. You don't get beaten. I mentioned that. I mentioned something like that too to Gracie. I said, "Can you imagine these guys are just like when they were like Applying pushing them? To- they were like taking him down the stairs. It's like this terrible gloomy cobweb place." I'm like. These guys are like just at work, <laughs> you know. They're just like they wake up. Oh, it's a Thursday. Time to go. Gotta take. make time to make the gruel. Yeah, time like, to beat. How? Time to beat the prisoners. That was like. Can we talk about like the, the 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 when he first gets into his like his room or whatever, and the guy goes, "Oh look, the window." <laughs> He's like, oh, but the window. You have a glorious window. Oh my god, that's the best part of the whole movie for me. I didn't like, even oh, notice look, that the window. So not no. everybody gets a window view. That guy's, they went back to that guy's cell and he had a window too. Yeah, he had so a window and a table and like so a book. No, I noticed that too. Why he was living in luxury. He had like two tables and a chair. He had yeah. a, He's a priest. Yeah, and like weapons and Yeah, he had a lot of like chisels and hammers and stuff yeah. too. It was unclear where those... And not enough bowls. He only had that one bowl. He was suitcasing stuff, you know? Like, he was smuggling shit. I was was saying the soup guy was maybe smuggling that stuff into him because he appreciated that he said thank you every day. Mm, Interesting, Paul. I I like your input. 
I like your theory, Paul. He probably both. I think it was the same soup guy all those years. This is, I mean, or maybe skipping ahead a slight it's amount, a but guy. when the Walt when the magic. old man priest and the young man get together in the cell, they haven't seen other people really though for like eight years. They must have had sex at some point, right? I mean, well, they I feel, must have had sex. <laughs> they were so loud in the in that in their cells together. They're just like. Hey, let's talk about how we're going to escape, everyone. <laughs> Did you guys like how after he escaped the prison? And he's been emaciated, eating nothing but water and potatoes for he's eleven years. He's having a freak out, panty freak out on the beach. No, he sa- he swam like eight miles in the open ocean. He also two miles. He also Air- Matt, have you? I've swam a mi- <laughs> Matt. I, I've sw- I could I've not swam swim a mile. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, that bothered me too. But I was just I got fixated on how many numbers they were throwing out in this movie. That was just one of my because I noticed it so much. Just every scene was like exposition of numbers because they were trying to like condense this giant thousand page novel into i hope the book was a lot better than the movie was what you didn't like the movie peter i was disappointed i had a best friend like he loved this book right i don't know i've never really talked about the movie right but i've never seen the book movie or read the book i know the premise of it because i mean it's been used so many times like in revenge stories or like that but watching this movie i was like disappointed like no i think it's a good movie i love it i did not i thought he was an idiot i thought he, he was stupid he, he kills people and then all of a sudden he's like okay now i like god again it's like uh there's no redemption to anything everyone's a fucking shit bag of a person so even his girlfriend she marries this guy totally knowing it's not his baby and just for that reason and then tells him like i like that part because he deserved it but mm-hmm. still it's like He's a shit person too. He didn't know it wasn't his baby though. He he was too dumb to figure that out. She's like, yeah, pregnancies only last seven months. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is the 18th century. If she had the child out of wedlock, she She would have just been been, like thrown into the street. Yeah. Well, Aaron was talking about that. He because we were like, oh my god, a month, Mercedes, you bitch. But then it was like, oh right, she was pregnant. And then she had to get married. Men were so dumb back then. They had no idea how long Cheers. you had to be pregnant. for. Well, and she could never have been a single, like she would have been ostracized. No, she did what she had to do to survive. But yeah, it sure. comes out of nowhere. It's like, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, you're like a, a thinking bitch. Right. That's good. I like yeah. how Fernand <laughs> is so dumb. He doesn't even think for one second or not Fernand. No. Oh, you mean Edmond? Edmond. They're like, oh, maybe that's my son. It like kind of lines up perfectly. They look like blue eyes and dark, dark. hair. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait. They're not really good at remembering what people look like, apparently. Okay, okay, you know, hold on. But let's get there. Like, yeah. Well, no, Jeannie was there. really trying. Jeannie was going like this. She's All right, Jeannie, yes, say. yes. Just saying, like, as everybody's talking about how stupid this guy is, how stupid, mm. and whether they like the movie or this and that, like, I honestly fell in love with that big lug at the very beginning, and it never mattered to me how stupid he was because he had a good heart, and that he was did. he did. Came. And then when we met the son that we didn't know was actually his son yet, 
I got to tell you, I felt really guilty when I heard that he was almost 16. <laughs> well, only in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's probably older. And than that. 16 is a full ass grown man in the 1800s. Like, that's that's like old man at that point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we're, she's not in the 1800s. Whatever. Yeah. A hot, young, little Henry Cavill, you can get. You can get in on that. Anyways. Um, I feel like, though, you gave us, even though none of us said we were into those girls at all in Ghost Shark, we got a lot of, like, flack from, like, just the fact that they were young, so. We didn't, okay. <laughs> Let's take this offline because we debated this many times. How old Sicily and whatever the other one's name was. Um, yeah, we, we never came. You're watching the movie, so you have to like buy into the character. <laughs> what? We never Pito. came to a conclusion. But I did. I did do the. You're right. We didn't come. I did figure out that they were all over 19 when they were filming the movie. So. Okay. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, you no wouldn't sure. know, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't know, would you? Can I just? Um, I'm busy. I just want to say something about um, Edmund meeting the pirates right Can when you say he escaped. Edmond. Well, Edmond. Wait, before we get there, I want to. Uh, the pirates, because that's the like priest going back died. I know it is back. Yeah, the oh, priest yeah. died. No, we were actually at the pirates because we were talking about him swimming out. After yes, but, we never but talked we about the priest at all, and he he like made him. So yeah, like, that's, that's the true. priest that's needs to get a little bit of credit here at the end. The priest gets killed or dies, but um, and then his body is sewn up in a bag. And I honestly thought that. What was going to have to happen? I have actually seen this movie before. It's been a long time. I thought that Edmond was going to have the opportunity to escape and he was going to have to leave the priest behind. So this is actually a little less sad than what actually could have happened. No, it was more stupid. But he died. <laughs> and then that's how Edmond escapes. <laughs> Why he did he leave him bag. in his room? He could have left him in the tunnel. No one would have found him. They wouldn't have known about the tunnel. It's like he did that totally stupid. And he had all that time to unlace all that shit lace himself up, take the guy to the room. Like, there's, it's like impossible. He, impossible. He drags him all the way through the tunnel back to his room? Leave him in the tunnel. No, they would have noticed Edmond wasn't in his prison cell, though, because that's... But cause they look, the, and they don't the see him. But then they wouldn't have known that it was linked. Yeah, they wouldn't have thought to check inside the body bag, probably, because they're so dumb back then. Well, but yeah, why would you check inside the body bag? Well, because... Be he found the priest's dead body in Edmond's cell. And then he goes so running. So he knew that there was foul play. Right, but then he goes running to go tell them. Right. A lot of but steps. If, he, he if he had just steps. stuffed Too his body steps. in the in the, the tunnel, oh, oh, then oh, he yeah. would have just been missing. Yeah, if you left him in the tunnel, that, that. would have been a lot smarter. Yeah. Right. But it would be hard to shove a body into that tunnel, I think. Well, he obviously pulled him through the tunnel to get him in the other cell, but that, it that's doesn't hard, matter. That's fucking hard no, work. Yeah, no, I think because in the work. book, I'm pretty sure like they sewed him up because he wasn't actually sewn up in that. He was kind of. You read the up. book? I didn't. I read a synopsis of it though. So I think the in the book TV. though, they threw him off the they threw him off the cliff, but he had a he had smuggled a knife in with him, and so as soon as he hit the water, which would have killed him anyway, it doesn't matter. That's how he, he killed he, the other uh, guy. He knife? cut the drown that guy. Yeah, no, it was way too high for someone. Okay, to do this to survive that <laughs> cliff. That cliff was like three hundred feet up. That would hurt. You could so jump bad. off a three hundred foot cliff and be totally fine. You gotta go in a body bag. bag. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might give you some more protection. You don't know. I think it'd break so your back. That, that would be like hitting concrete at that height. You would no, be like fucking It depends dead. on if you land feet first. He you did know. not land feet first. He landed right on his back. He would I think somewhere around 200 terrible. feet you hit terminal velocity, at which point hitting the water is like hitting concrete. Oh, guys, guys, guys. We don't know if it's meters or feet. It matters. <laughs> <laughs> Two totally matters different measurements. He, like, like, he was like, this is away, and then he turned around. I like that. Planes of existence. Yeah, like different dimensions. Okay. What what swimming stroke do you think he used to get to the island? I like to think. Yeah, I, I like to. He did like not swim th- well in the shots that they showed him. So I, I don't think, know. I like to think he did monkey tree rocket ship the whole he way. He used um, his atrophied body. Remember monkey tree rocket ship? Yes. I so agree. he gets... I think it's it's very salty water. Maybe he just floated very He well. gets to... What about how he was able to see the lock? Like, it would have been fucking pitch goddamn black at the In bottom the of that of the night. night. I don't know if you noticed, but the moon shone very brightly on, over all their dark areas. Yeah, it was a full moon everywhere. Okay. Everywhere, every all time. the time. Yeah. The under the, fair enough, under fair enough, water. Aaron. But still, under the water, he would not have been able to fucking... It's different water. It's different water in, in it's the It's French water. It's cleaner. You know? It's French. Yeah. It's like everything's Tahoe. It's Mediterranean. It's French. So it's then he gets better. to the other island, and he... He's fortuitous enough to meet a band of smuggling pirates, and they are lovely. Don't even get me started. Like, I do not think it is. I guess it is fortuitous, but it's also really bad luck. He hasn't like, seen anybody else in like a long time. he fucking escapes, he has to fight to the death. Like, poor Edmund, poor sweet but he's also been trained, so it's super good luck because he's he the best fighter in the world now. I guess that's also, true. Also, like, he... How else is he going to survive if he doesn't get picked up by a band of pirates? He's More not. importantly, how is he going to meet Luis Guzman, who is oh, the star of this movie? He was my favorite character. He was the best. He was the one with the best brain. He like he everything he said. I was like, yes, Jacopo yes. with the New York the best brain except for that guy had a lot of loyalty for no reason. I'm he gonna say kill him. He had a Wookiee life oath to him. Yes, that's exactly what I said. He owed him a life debt. He basically was his Chewbacca. Well, wait, let's let's just back up really quick because we so he he um, finds out where all of his like foes are, so he can start formulating his revenge plan. Then he takes Jacopo, who has gotten a boat, to this island where he has the treasure map, and they find this whore. Treasure. Of gold. No squids, no nothing. They just find all this gold. <laughs> just an unbelievable amount of money. And, like, he, is, he now becomes the Jeff Bezos of the world. I have a and question. And Jacopo, yeah, go ahead, Tanner. How much do you think a giant chest of gold weighs? I mean... Thousand pounds. More than two people <laughs> with pick out of an ocean. Of an I know. Ocean. I was like, and, how and did they get that out of there? Like, no, but then he's like, he has like they have that little skiff that's like twelve feet long. I've seen rowboats that are bigger all. than that, and they're fucking like, there's like nine chests in there. That's like ten thousand pounds of fucking gold. 
It'd be at the bottom of the ocean. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It was crazy. And it's o- there's only like, you know, that's like one load. He has like eight more loads of cash down there. So he brings that back and then he uh, brings it to Paris and he buys this estate. And I love the, this He scene. buys the island of Monte Cristo. And he but bought he, Giacomo some hair. Because Giacomo <laughs> had hair all of a sudden. He get, he, Giacomo shows up at this estate and this like, guy's just like, what are you doing on my property? And he's like, I want to buy it. And he goes, you get the fuck out of here, basically. And he just like opens this cart full of coins. Oh, and, wagon and wagon of gold. That would never first happen. All, You'd be arrested immediately. And all that would be confiscated for the country. But first of all, I really wished that Jacopo would have been able to like beat the shit out of that guy <laughs> for giving him all that money. Like he earned the right to beat him up. <laughs> he gave him a cart full of gold, and that was way too much compared to what that fucking. Oh, I, I would like to see it. I'd like to see it if if in the next scene Jacopo had on the guy's clothes and the guy was naked yeah. on the cart riding away, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I really like your jacket. And the like the next scene, he's like naked except for his. I kind of like your skin. And, Can I have and it? Jacopo's wearing all his clothes. I do <laughs> like so Jacopo's. Good outfits for the rest of the movie from that i love his ears are all his point. jackets yeah, oh yeah. i mean so is the count of money he has this pink outfit that i was like yes because what about his earring hot he's but, hot in this movie you hot? know what i had a hard time with that character like i liked his outfits i liked his rise to glory but I just recently, uh, I'm still watching Shameless. And so, like, oh, the Shameless uh, character. <laughs> homeless. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched that, but he plays a, a, a pretty nasty homeless man in that. <laughs> oh. Opportunist. I mean, he plays, yeah. the same, he plays the same character in all his movies. It's like yeah. a very classy butler in this movie. No, no. This is his best. Like, this is the best character that I've ever seen him in. Like, you know, he really had, like, you know, he was loyal. He was great. Like, you know, smart. <laughs> talk about because you mentioned his diabolic revenge plan though what what like is his actual plan well, it, he I don't just know. Wants, it's co- so complicated find out about it after it's already happened like well, whenever something happens to, I'll to, I, I to hurt out. everyone that was involved in his imprisonment. I, I got the i got this part so <laughs> he wants to take everything away from the people that hurt him so ferdinand and the magistrate right so when his son that he doesn't know is a son that's ferdinand's son right like goes to rome he saves him from a ploy that he set up for him getting kidnapped, right? And himself, yeah. gets him in trust, and then he treats him like he is his son because mm-hmm. he, he, like, takes his naivety and is, like, mentions gold in the shipment, like, knowing that that's going to entice Ferdinand to, like, steal it because he's also, right. on the back end, been, like, financing him to lose all this money in the casino and... He's apparently like he has a finger in every hole. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, like you find out. Yeah, like, wow, no, he like, shows up and he buys like every financial institution in the area. It seems like yeah, every casino, every bank. He's yeah. just like, I'll just buy the bank and the casino. Yeah, yeah, right. And so he is buying every piece of debt that Ferdinand has, right, and every institution, and like making his whole, the, making him dig a bigger hole. And then those two, he knows that the gold's going to be so enticing to them that they're going to use their power and corruption 
to try and steal his the first gold. Mate. Yeah, that's and how then, not- So he sets them up to catch them in the act of stealing to like, up, send yeah. them to jail, like the magistrate sent him to jail, and to take everything away from his rich friend, like everything was taken away from him. And to quote Yanko, why not just kill them? Yeah, bam, 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 I'm back in a week. <laughs> Boom, bam, bing, bam, bam, bam. He wants them to suffer. He suffer. wants them to suffer like he suffered. Uh, I think people suffer when they're dead. <laughs> so this no. is... I think nothing happens when you die. So. This is when he um, starts targeting people. And he once, once he's in Paris, he targets Forney, the magistrate. And he gets him to admit to his crime. In yeah. a okay. bathhouse. He started crazy. off as like angel baby, totally innocent, like, you know... Loving everything, God, and it's like that. So at this point in the story, he is an evil bastard going after revenge. Like, oh no, fuck yeah! Only oh, into no. the dark what? side. He doesn't care about the good side. I he's mean, like, he's I've like, got stuff to do. I got people to kill. That's, that's sort of like fun. old Old Testament God, though. Yeah. I don't consider it evil though, because they all fucking deserve it, dude. <laughs> He, I mean, he's, it's it's not a surprise. He's been planning revenge. Like, he did go into prison as an angel baby. That's totally true. And even the priest was trying to tell him, dude, you have to use this for good. Like, when you get out of here, but he didn't. you have to live a good Until life. Until after he killed everybody. But, he says straight up, no, I'm not going to use it for good. Yeah. It wasn't a surprise that he went out there for, for revenge. He had been plotting revenge for over a decade. And they fucking deserve that shit and more. They had it coming to them. So I just think it's total justice. So I would, I agree with you, Gracie, in an aspect, but I disagree in another aspect. Where as it gets really dicey at a couple of points, right? Where like it's really risky and his butler, what's his name? Jacopo. Jacopo is like, oh. look, <laughs> you have the option here of taking a fortune in money, your your love, and disappearing and living out the rest of your life, fucking having an amazing rest of your life. And you know what's more important than that to him is getting revenge on these people. That's what makes it a little bit more evil. He has like you like you can have love and the life that you missed out on, right? But you know what's more important than that? Killing these other motherfuckers and giving them That's his ego. They say like the the you know, he has to give up, you know, if he wants to be with, with Mercedes, they say he could just walk away and have Mercedes, but his ego, his like pride, he has to have revenge. He has to get back at him. So that's his ego. And in the end, he almost kills his son. And his wife because of his ego. Well, let's get there. Let's get there before that happens. So he get he gets Forney, the magistrate, to admit to his crimes in front of Jacopo in the in the sauna, and then Not he just gets Jacopo, him. But like, well, and officials. the cops, and then he gets he does to him what was done. He does to Forney what was done to him. He puts him in the carriage, and then this is this is sort of maybe the turning point where. You find, like, you find he goes, maybe he is kind of taking it too far. He puts him in yeah. the carriage, and there's a gun, and the cop goes, that's a gentleman's way out, basically. Like, you're welcome. And it's he puts it in his mouth, and it's actually unloaded. And then he peeks oh, you. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> no bullets, <laughs> Hans. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yes. He deserved it. I loved it. Committed to that, uh, that 
follow through on putting people through what he was, you know, put through. Love um, it. So then we never hear what happens to him, though. What happens to that guy? What happens? He goes, he gets sent to prison and he gets whipped. He the same jail he was But maybe he's digging a hole now and he's learning how to fight. Maybe he's going to like do the whole thing all over again. Well, there you go. That's Count of Monte Cristo, too. Revenge of Forney. The Count of Monte Cristo, though, ends up buying the Chateau de Leaf and like, I don't know, he empties it, I guess, because they're standing there at the end of the movie. I know we're not at the end of the movie yet, but he buys it and like liberates the prison. Really? In the movie? That's where they're standing at the very last shot of the movie. They're standing on that cliff. Yeah. I didn't know he liberates the... I don't know if he liberates it or not, but I just kind of assumed. Yeah, that's true. Because he bought the island, right? So, well, the thing is, though, I don't... I think what he did to that guy was too good. Unless that guy went to Chateau d'If. That's the only acceptable option for Villafort. Is that his name? So, well, it seemed like because he was there and the priest was there, maybe in his mind, there were everyone that was sent to this prison was kind of innocent and just was like put away to appease someone else's needs or something. When, yeah, when he first got there, like they're mistakes. These are the people we're ashamed of. He's like, I know you're innocent, but I'm still going to whip you every year. <laughs> so after, <laughs> well, you're not innocent in the eyes of me. So after um, he sends Forney to jail, I, I can't really remember what really happens, but um, he ends up fucking Mercedes. They get together. Yeah. They bang. And um, it's, it's, you know, very happy, whatever. When Jacopo comes in to the room afterwards and it's just Mercedes and he's like collecting all her clothes and he's like, uh, uh, you're go. gonna, <laughs> you're gonna meet the count and you're gonna be going somewhere and he it's so funny because she's like yes she's so happy. she didn't even care about her clothes she's just walking around the whole house people are looking at her she's like i'm naked i don't care yeah, yeah. she doesn't give a shit it's great um and then she ends up back at her house because she's gonna tell fernand that she's done they're leaving and he's throwing everything and you know everything is a mess and she's like fuck you at fernand i'm leaving and then he throws something at a giant mirror and then are you going to come with Takes me now? Up the brandy or whatever the fuck. Like, that's what he packs. He packs the alcohol. I'm out of here. And she's like, no, I'm not coming with you. Also, um, that kid, your son, he's not your son. Burn. And Aaron had a big problem with this. I did. What is it in movies where they want, like, pe- like Ferdinand could 100% kill her, right? And he's already in a fit of rage. And then you're going to be like, yeah, well, your son's not yours. And, like, just, like, push this guy who is... He would have killed her. I think he would have right, killed her. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like it when they do that in movies. And I feel like it happens all the time where it's like... Well, he had she never... could have just kept her mouth shut for like. No, she wanted him to hurt. Aaron, she was feeling big feelings. She was angry. He just got fucked by her like love. So like, if she was, she was. And they needed the movie to happen because he needed right. to know he was exactly. his real son at the end scene for the last fight scene. So. Well, and also he was being hella fucking rude to her. So she was like trying to get back and like she's like, "Fuck you, dick. That's not even your fucking son." He wanted him to know I used you. Digging it in there. Yeah, I. We're out. Do that. I like that. <laughs> Mercedes blows uh, Fernand up with the revelation that his son is not his son. And then we end up at this like ruin building. There's no, it's just an empty brick r- stone building. I, why did they end up there? I don't remember. Where, where are we? Wh- wh- how do we get there? How do we get here? That's where they're supposed to meet up to run away. Right. That's where he had right. the, he thought he had the gold, but it was just dirt in the cask. 
Oh, that's where he tricks it. Right, right, right. So he goes there to get his gold, but they'd already swapped it out, and so he knew he was going there. But was there significance to that location at all for all of them, or just, it was just like a isolated... It was just a sweet-ass wheat field. Right. So that's where Fernand is. He basically gets checkmated. Where did he have that piece all those years? Up his butt, I'm pretty sure. It was I mean, suitcase no in pocket, it. swimming, all that. Like, come on. And I called it the first time he's like, he gave him that chest piece. I was like, that's going to come back. <laughs> it's a weird ass. That's where <laughs> Fernand and the Count have their showdown. And where Fernand finds out, or excuse me, where the Count finds out that Henry Cavill is actually his son. By a screeching woman all of a sudden at a doorway. Yeah. No! No! Actually very calm, I think. But yeah, It was weird. It was weird. She um, gets shot by Fernand. And then Fernand and Admond have a epic duel. No, he leaves and then he comes back. Yeah. The epic duel like, is <laughs> one like sword attack. And he's like, well, obviously you've been training the sword. Like he disarms Ferdinand in like in the same move. They like that whole like I'm gonna grab your sword away from you move. It's like aha. They switch swords about six times. All in the wrists. And then somehow Guy Pierce gets both swords. Comes at him while he's like on the ground, and he manages to like disarm both swords barehanded yeah. and take both swords from him. It, yeah, it's it's big dick energy. That's, je- you know, that's once Jesus. You become a count. That's Jesus energy. He's bringing it. He's got that. I do think that this whole movie was training for Passion of the Christ. Like he was just <laughs> buckets of just suffering and then beatings. <laughs> And then that's it. He kills for none and then assume they live a happy life. I like when he pulled the sword out of the grass. I, I like snake in the grass, sword in the grass. That was a pretty good fight scene. Sword in the that grass. Whole, that whole in the grass. Star. I, 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 mm-hmm. I didn't mean to just do that. <laughs> but I was thinking sticking about her finger in a hole in her fingers. I'm trying to think, like, what do you call it? It's like a Tourette's. Leave her alone. Don't, don't laugh at her disease. What do you, what do you call that? No, what do you call what do you call that weapon that's not a sword? A rapier, a poker, a rapier. So rapier, 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 rape. Thank you. It's for fucking fisting. Grab in the middle of a fight. It's like a cocktail stick, but metal. It's like if you like pina coladas and you get one of those little umbrellas in your pina coladas. It's a rapier. It's for fetching. Guys, that's the end. I love and I, The end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we still have. That's literally the end. Again, it was just one of those, you guys know I always like that in movies where like there's some fucking strife and it's like you're fighting against it and ultimately you triumph. Like I fucking like that shit. And Justice. I'm 
Yeah, yeah, justice. Totally, totally justice. I yeah. And did, I like that. I thought they did a really good... I mean, everything with the costumes and all that stuff was really accurate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did say that. It was that. just super, you know... And I liked how they... I know, I do that. wish I could dress like some of those characters. Like I know. When can I... Can what's buy the, khakis, when I can I have that hat? When can I have the half moon hat? When does that what, come back the in style? No, like, you know, the soldiers were... Napoleon, I want the Bonaparte hat. I like the whole ensemble of the swash. I like the swashbuckler ensemble. Yeah, you can wear a duster, but you when can I wear that? You can't walk around in a duster and not you like, go to feel Portland like a crazy and person. you tell me you can't wear a duster and Napoleon <laughs> Bonaparte hat. Okay, I do not. I want a large <laughs> felt. Taco that would have been way better than the shit I saw last time we were in Portland. Aaron saw a grown ass man wearing a pink short onesie like what are you saying what are you saying what's wrong with pink all that you're saying is wrong you know that right white privilege karen you're a karen (laughs) (laughs) you can wear that you can wear napoleon hat it was just shocking a little bit (laughs) this giant man comes walking out of safeway in a romper a A short short romper it wasn't weird back then um, this was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the 1700s. <laughs> and, you know, it's just shocking for me. Like, I don't mean a lot of people that are that much taller than me, right? Like, I'm 6'2. This guy was, I don't know, he was a whole head taller than me, at least, right? So, like, this is what I look at, and this guy is wearing this romper with, it's like pretty see-through. And that's how we're going to bring it back to <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo. Jim Caviezel could pull that look off. Okay, any other pros people want to talk about? I like this jumper you're talking about. I like that I had, I got to explain to my wife what a dinghy was. That was a good learning experience. Okay. <laughs> I, <what? laughs> I was like, they rode all the way across the fucking ocean in that fucking tiny boat. (laughs) (laughs) Tanner was like, no. (laughs) What? They fucking didn't. It's a fucking. That's what it is. So. Oh well, it's the oh, Mediterranean. Did you think like the the captain like at the beginning scene the like what they took to shore the dinghy was? Yeah, the I didn't one hundred percent know what that. I, I thought that was like a That's robo. just the row. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. It never shows it. the big. It never shows the big ship. Yeah. So what am I? You're right, fucking, you're right. They don't. They don't. What, right. what are you a boatologist? <laughs> what, what exactly? <laughs> Do I look like a boat fucking expert? Like, I, I look at the He ends up having a boat. The boat ends up being his. He's captain for like a couple hours before he's arrested. What so, is I mean. a boatologist? Okay. Um, what was a boat Jeannie, Jeannie had, a, a, Jeannie had her hand up. Not a boat. You people are so Boat racist. Jeannie. I think mm-hmm. that one of the one of the pros from this movie is, mm-hmm. I mean, biologically, father and son were really hot. And that makes me <laughs> feel a little dirty. His <laughs> son was very young. And I'm. <laughs> not that young. So you're I'm on board with that. Up by this movie. <laughs> I'm on board with that hot. Yeah. Of course you are. I'm so surprised. Ready, ready well, and I like, I like Daddy that. I'm fucking in a mop over here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to find some pros. Macaroni in a pot. Uh, I like the scenery. When they let the character have the revenge, right? Like, there's so many movies where the character is about to get revenge, and then they let the guy off. Yes, yes. Not I hate this that. movie. 
No. Get the fucking revenge. I love it in every movie where the guy gets the revenge, right? In the end, they don't like man. They don't like turn the other cheek and let him go. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I agree. It's not about being manly. It's just about having the stomach to go through with it. And at the end, he kind of does turn when he, you know, finds out that that's his son and, you know, he actually could have it all. Yeah, but he's killed everybody by then. He's like, Well, but hey. but Fernand kind of pushes him to do it. Yeah, Fernand comes back to get killed. Well, yeah, and Fernand, like, he takes the two swords, he comes straight at him and tries to kill him at the end there after he's been disarmed. And then he gets the swords back and he stabs him and he's like, what happened to your mercy? It's like, fuck you, dude. You just tried to kill me like three times. A bunch of times and you send me to prison. Yeah, he was the worst. He's the worst kind of friend. Thought we were friends. Man, he really should have worked on his like final words to say to him yes. before he killed yeah. him. Like, cause that was lame. He's what did like, he say? He said, cause he's like, what happened to your I'm mercy? I'm a count, not a, like, not, not, a, not a saint. Yeah, I'm, I'm a count, not, not, a, not saint. a saint. That doesn't like, work when you do it. I just, but that seems like a con. The final pro I want to say is mm. Jacopo, Luis Guzman. He's wonderful. Oh, yes. He's a treasure. Yeah. He's a delight. We loved him. There's a ton of scenes that just focus on his face reacting to things. And it's just brilliant. You could just cut everything else out of that movie and just see Luis Mm -hmm. Guzman reacting to stuff. And it would be a brilliant movie. He's wonderful. I I have a con. Is there tertiary understanding of physics and buoyancy in this movie? Because of the gold. Because of the gold. Gold, swimming, falling into the water. I don't think these people have ever been on the water who made this movie or been around a boat. Probably not. They're like me. Yeah. Well, I've been on the water, but... My only con with this movie is that you don't get to see people suffer as much as we saw the Count suffer. Yes. I like that, you know. I'd like this movie to turn into a Saw movie, you know? Really? I'm sure the book is like that. (laughs) Builds a murder basement in his giant, like, castle. I have a con, which I didn't think I would because it is, I like this movie a lot and it's actually one of my favorite movies, but I never realized how, what a dumb, dumb Edmond is like, so that was kind of a con for me because like, I liked how he was sweet. Like Jeannie said, you know, I love that. I love a sweet guy. I think the word we threw it around was moon faced idiot. Yeah. He's just, he's too dumb. Like, no, come on, get your fucking shit together. Edmond. Like you're not that dumb. I gotta say, I still think you have this big double standard from this movie. No, (laughs) no. He's hot. It's because he's hot, Aaron. He has hot privilege. Go watch Stardust. So stupid, though, because, like, he... No, I've seen both at least five times. These are two of my favorite movies. And, Aaron, I could see where Tristan is a little bit simple, right? But Edmund is just fucking... Edmund is just naive to the point of like, oh, oh, Napoleon, oh, Napoleon, oh, he said it was innocent. Like, come on, Edmund. Well, and then there's this guy, his his best friend is obviously bird-dogging his girl, and he's never like four. He's like, bro, stop trying to fuck my girlfriend. Like, it's not It wasn't back then. It was always fair game if you, unless you were married. Until you got married because no one was fucking... Pre, That's like it's actually like you because she told your best friend no. I, I I also want to remind all of us, all of us, every single person <clears throat> whose face we can see, we've all had an experience with somebody that was really, really pretty and really, really dumb. 
Yeah. Yeah. I and love those. I, I know. Who doesn't love those? I mean, that's not I who you love Well, I'm fucking them, but they're not heroes. <laughs> right. I loved it. <laughs> His name was Larry. <laughs> Larry? That's a good name. You've never met a hot Larry. I've met one, and I've made out with him in a bathroom. I have a hot brother, Larry. <laughs> Anyways. His name is Larry. Weird. Okay. Okay. Let's get into our ratings. How many Larrys do you give this out of a ten? Four. Are we done with pros and cons? I think we're done. Yeah. Let's go. We didn't talk about the table rage at the beginning of the movie. He really had like a a lot of rage with the tables and things on tables. He kept knocking things off tables. All right. Calm down, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I had I had a list. I had to like read the last thing on there. There you go. Or give this movie a rating for God's sake. I will give it eight immobile sunken treasure chests out of ten. Nice. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm right there with more. I'm going, you know, eight Larry's out of ten. Yeah. Uh Uh I'm gonna give it nine uh flamboyantly embroidered red and black vests out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> wow Gracie <laughs> they got me um got me. Fucking Matt totally stole my whole rating my plan was to give it eight out of ten treasure chests so I'm gonna I'm still gonna go with it are you talking about treasure chest the strip club in Reno yes not a literal <laughs> one <laughs> I also, That's I forgot to bring this up earlier, but I, I had thought a lot about them getting those things up. And the only thing that makes sense is they would have had to build an elaborate pulley system to get those things out of the water. But I guess they just... I didn't see any blocking... You don't need to be that elaborate. Fucking, they could have pulled no, up like a bag at a time, but they didn't montage that. maybe that's why it took three years to get all that treasure up was because they had to pull it up like one handful at a time (laughs) just stuffed in there you can bring a bag you know fill a little bag yeah they just you know hand hand gold up by the handful conches they were putting coins and conches okay paul your rating um i think i would give it Three out of five ladles of soup slopped into your dirty bowl. <laughs> Three out of five. Great. Yeah, uh, so Tanner, it's not bad. I'm going to give it All right. uh, seven out of ten Guy Pierce's yellow teeth. Peter. <laughs> I'm giving it three out of ten magic goatees that totally like changes your like whole face (laughs) (laughs) you're like superman's glasses yeah 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 peter hated it i did not like this movie out of 10 revenge killings like Mm. this is it's pretty good eight out of 10 revenge killings this is this is an interesting movie we only have one person that's anti the movie usually it's a little bit more split your boo, your buddy right there. Your boo. I was disappointed in the movie. That's all. I expected a lot more out of it. Like, you know, that, I, I guess the, I need to read the book because the book is supposed to be amazing. The movie just didn't hold up. Well, you don't know if the movie didn't hold up if you didn't read the book. You I hated the movie. I thought people were idiots. You should have just been going by the movie. Okay. It's not about need. It's about want. Okay. I want to read the book. How about that? Does that sound better to make anyone? Peter. 
Do you want to read the giant version or the abridged version? No, no, I want to read it all. I want to read the. Comic I read the whole thing. I read all the words. I want if they wrote them, I want to read them. I would like the kids version. No, 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 I can't do that. Yeah, I remember those like classics that had a big picture on each page, and there was only like ten words on the other page for like. Yeah, what? What is that? Exactly. No, yeah, that was great illustration. Yeah, great illustrations. I mean. I really do think that like your expectations of a movie really do affect how much you actually like a movie. When you go in and like so many movies I've gone into and had low expectations for, I've ended up really liking because I wasn't expecting. I'm sure that had a part, that's a part to play in my like disappointment. Sure. I'll admit. Yeah. That's the reason why I liked the first wonder woman was because I went in with zero expectations and I was like, Oh, that was actually okay. And then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, it wasn't okay. It yeah. just it beat yeah. my expectations. <laughs> right. And so, like, Wonder Woman 2, you had some expectations and you shouldn't have. Aaron, I'm going to need you to get all Absolutely the way off not. my back <laughs> about Wonder Woman, okay? You can't do that. That's copyrighted. I'm sure. <laughs> all the way off my back? So today, Paul, I asked Paul today, what movie are we watching? Because I know Tanner changes the movie. And he's like, Oh, it's the tale of Monte Cristo. And I was like, eh, what? And he's like, oh, it's the tale of Monte Cristo and his sandwich. Isn't that a sandwich? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'm like, would never watch this movie if it was about the actual Monte Cristo sandwich. I would be barfing in the corner. Oh, I would watch it like eight <laughs> times in a row if it was about the sandwich. So good. It's so like. Oh, Monte Cristo! That sounds yeah. like a you can challenge. share it. Yeah. I swear to God, stop talking about the sandwich. No, it's so good. Have you? I love a Monte Cristo. Yeah. I would never I've, eat I've that. Had it. I've had it. You can only eat half of it. At there's a time. like five things on that sandwich my wife will not eat. No, there's only one thing. Well, it's ham, delicious. That's it. That's it's jam and cheese, and you dip it in jam. Yum. But it's got powdered sugar on it. We should have made sandwiches for this. Oh, <laughs> missed opportunity. Thank you for listening to Trainwreck Feeders. Please like and subscribe and all that fun stuff if you're enjoying the show. You can find us online at trainwreckfeeder.com or on Twitter at trainwreckfeeder. Next week we'll be back with a trainwreck tangent. Tangents are special one-on-one episodes where I go in-depth with one of the Wrecking Crew on a movie or show of their choice. Next week it's going to be Dr. Strangelove, so it should be a good time to stop worrying and learn to love the train wreck people. Join us! The books, I don't know if they tell you in the book, but... Oh, in that scene, she is like, she sees a ghost. I think she sees someone that she's obviously attracted to because that's her type. And all of a sudden, after all these years, like, ding, 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 ding. It's like, like, oh, yeah. That's like a WAP moment. I think that, yes, exactly. I think that's what started it, maybe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's, a rainforest. She's definitely like, like that's my boyfriend, Edmond Dantes. He's into he died. I know that. She's like, I know <laughs> that dick. <laughs> I know that fucking dick anywhere. <laughs>